What's happening? It is Monday, November 16th, 2020. And it's still going down. Dominion Machines, Sidney Powell, journalists putting themselves in the field amongst peaceful protesters to agitate and correct, right? Correct you if you dare disagree with their narrative live on TV. All kinds of great things going on. If you want to see leftists squirm, now is the time to go to the right places. Google the right things on YouTube, and you get to enjoy what I believe is truly the tide turning. What I see is uh, a real meltdown happening as as very credible people make legal cases and make um, cases in the court of public opinion online and in actual interviews on on major sites so we're starting to see the trump legal team take to the streets go to the sunday shows uh you know not the not the vaunted uh, elites like cnn or nbc abc they would never dare interview lawyers who have volunteered their time left their practices their families to go fight this injustice this blatant election fraud that's happened in multiple states these are serious people who have stepped away from their their practices, their careers, to go fight on behalf of you, the voter. And, and not just those of you who voted for President Trump or for any voter who wants to have faith in going into a poll and casting a vote or, dare I say, mailing in a ballot because millions of people sent absentee ballots and millions of people sent in universal mail-in ballots perfectly uh, legal, correctly. They followed the process like many of my family members did. They had a witness. They followed the directions, they filled out their vote, they sent them in on time, per the law, and now how are those people to have any trust in the future of that that style, uh, that, that form of vote when they know that thousands, if not millions, of illegal votes were cast, essentially wiping out their votes, wiping out all of our votes, right? We talked about equal protection. We don't have it in this election. No one on the left cares about your vote. They care about power and nothing more. It's not just about Trump. This is about power, and we have to understand that. And we'll start with what they have set up with these voting systems, this Dominion system in particular, in multiple states. And they've done this now, we know, across the planet in elections such as Venezuela, where these systems were designed per whistleblower-protected testimony that Sidney Powell now has. And Sidney Powell is my new most trusted source in this legal case regarding Dominion. Sidney Powell was Michael Flynn's attorney and succeeded to getting all of that, uh, that fraudulent uh, case thrown out, the charges thrown out. It took a long time. His life was ruined. But Sidney Powell was his attorney who fought tirelessly for justice for Michael Flynn. And this year, he did finally receive justice and the charges were dropped. She is a serious person. She is a world-renowned attorney, and analogies of Michael Jordan are used in terms of her expertise and skill in her field. And she is on the case and seems to be focusing on the Dominion software controversy and what's soon to be legal action and investigative uh, findings that show these Dominion machines uh, overturned what she said are millions of votes. Those were her words on Fox News with Maria Bartiromo yesterday on the Sunday show. She says 
The evidence is coming in at such a rate. It's literally a fire hose. Those are her words. She says millions of votes were switched by this software. And if you dig a little bit and you look at the history of Dominion, this is nothing new. These accusations, these concerns are documented. They have been shared under oath. And Democrats, uh, Trump's enemies in the past, in recent years, were the ones who claimed that this software should not be trusted. And we know Texas didn't purchase it, didn't invest in it because of it. And now we have testimony that's coming forward, data that's coming forward, concerns from experts that have all of a sudden come to light. These guys were trying to be heard before this election, well before this election, and no one listened. And now it's it's a problem. And I think I think we can trust this. Sidney Powell is not somebody to go on on the record. She does not have the kind of career background and pedigree of someone who makes blatantly false claims because this is binary. This is black and white or white. It either happened or it didn't. There's no in between. Either these votes were switched, either votes were deleted, or they weren't. And it's shown online. You can find evidence. You can find, again, testimony, written documentation that these systems can be hacked. We now know that these systems during our, our election <laughs> were processing the votes. Data was being saved and shared via servers located in Europe. Uh, I'm reading Germany. I'm reading that these servers can also be accessed, that these systems and servers can easily be accessed and hacked into with a USB drive. It's incredible. Our entire election was designed to be hacked or to simply be stolen by someone who has access to a system that has QR codes that are documented to have been duplicated. Essentially, each vote, from what I'm reading, creates a code, and these votes can easily be duplicated in the system. So no matter how many pieces of paper are being run through, and we know that people are running through votes, we have testimony under oath that ballots were run through multiple times. I'm certain, like every other glitch, error, or instance of fraud, they all went one way, they went to Biden. But now we have a software that can be have votes duplicated. You could have administrators log in within two minutes and make changes. What do we think was happening in the middle of the night when all these votes were dumped? Not just the ones brought in through the back door, as witnesses have claimed under oath, but we've got giant changes in leads such as that, you know, that we had in Pennsylvania. And now we have a system where it's possible with a few keystrokes, with some simple steps that I'm sure were easily to under, easy to understand if you're familiar with the system. So this is a big deal. Sidney Powell going on the record saying it's coming. And she literally said, we plan to, we're claiming, I mean, she's claiming that she will overturn the results of multiple states. This, these are her words. This is a serious person. Again, this is a big time attorney with an incredible reputation of winning. And she is on the record saying that because of the Dominion software fraud, not errors, but basically because people used it as it was designed, that they can access that information and can show that these votes were switched and that they can overturn the results in multiple states. That's a huge deal. I can't see this lasting long if it's not true. We're going to know in a few days. I'll keep you updated on that. But look up Sidney Powell. Read about her. You're going to find what I found. She's no joke. And you're going to see exactly what she said. It's a live. I'm not paraphrasing an interview. This isn't something that's on one site. She was asked and she answered live. And it is it is her reputation on the line. And it is an impeccable one. Um, you know, we, we, we don't... <laughs> 
We don't want to throw our complete faith and trust into something that seems like a Hail Mary. But then we put ourselves in the shoes of the deranged individuals that we're up against. It's not over no matter who wins. They're not going away. But Trump derangement syndrome is real. And are we going to lie to ourselves and, and let ourselves think that these people would not be willing to cheat if they thought they needed to? Look at the rallies. If you looked at the early voting, I've talked about it. Trump was crushing Biden in areas where he was not supposed to be doing well. And this was public information. So I wasn't the only one. Republicans weren't the only ones watching this. The Democrats saw it. They were getting nervous. They knew they had no ground game. You can read about how their local, um, their local campaign managers in battleground cities such as Miami were frustrated that essentially Biden's campaign pulled out in Pennsylvania. They talked about it in Erie County, one of the bellwether counties where the, the elections sometimes determined. They were virtual only. They weren't allowed to go door to door, which the Democrat Party is good at. The grassroots get out the vote campaign. The Republicans were doing it. The Republicans invested in it three years ago, four years ago, when they discovered the phenomena of the, of the rally voter, the Trump rally voter. And this is why they tracked the attendance of these rallies and saw that 20 to 30% of the attendees were Democrats. And so four years ago, they realized, the RNC, the Republican Party realized, we need to go after these voters and find more rally voters and register them. And they did. And for four years, the Republicans out-registered Democrats. So look at that statistic. Look at the rallies themselves, right? The thousands upon thousands of people that went through incredible security measures, multiple hour drives, cold weather, long lines, just to be a part of a movement, just to see Donald Trump speak. We know he crushed Joe Biden. No one was doubting it on Joe Biden's side that they had a serious problem coming up to this election. So they knew they were going to lose. Do we think they wouldn't do everything they can? They wouldn't risk being caught if they thought they had a decent chance of getting away with it in order to beat Donald Trump? Of course they would. So I do the same thing. I think, gosh, is it even possible? Do they have the balls? Yeah, they do. They have the balls. They have the balls to do it. And they, they don't even, I don't think they feel bad about it. And if they are caught and if results are changed, they'll have the balls to say we're stealing the election, that Trump is stealing it, literally calling out fraud and stopping them from cheating and, and pointing it out and prosecuting them and demanding the results that are fair and just will be labeled stealing. You watch if we can pull this off, if we can prove it. We know what happened. We talked about some of the stats yesterday. We look at now what's happening with Dominion. We look at the massive amount of votes that were not allowed to be observed by Republican poll watchers. We know the steal was on, but it was at such a massive scale, that was the risk they took. And when you start getting into voting machines and you start hacking and start changing results, you take a risk. But, you know, I think I think the Dominion software steal, if it's proven to be what Sidney Powell says it is, I think on its own wouldn't have been caught. I don't believe they thought that they had a good chance. I mean, there's always a risk of you getting caught, someone saying something, but I don't think it takes a lot of people to switch thousands upon thousands of votes in a state. You're talking just a few individuals who are completely invested in destroying Donald Trump and you and silencing your vote because you're a Nazi, because Donald Trump's a Nazi. Don't ever forget they believe that. They believe it. 
even over the holidays when they don't say it anymore, they still believe it. And they never may have said you are a Nazi, but they believe you are because you voted for one. And they believe you are a white supremacist because they think he is. And so don't forget that. And if you're that invested in defeating literal Nazis, let's say you believe that. For a moment, sit there and think, if I'm taking on the reincarnation of Hitler, what would I not do to defeat him? Not much. They saw themselves as the sequel to the French resistance, and they are willing to do anything. So a few keystrokes to steal an election from a literal Nazi, that's not a problem. So we have to move on from our good nature in thinking that how can someone else, how could people possibly do this? They're not like you. These aren't good people. They're not patriots. They're not interested in maintaining things like the Constitution or God you know, or anything patriotic, anything uh, that resembles what our founding fathers set up. They want to destroy it. And so, um, you know, I don't believe they thought they were going to get caught with Dominion. Where I was going with that is all of these other instances, right? The the hand counting issues, the filling out of ballots, the, the post office. There was this massive amount of individualized TDS, people that were so worked up, so willing to do their part to cheat on a small scale that all of these leaks in the dam overwhelmed and finally crushed it, right? And so it got people looking in too much detail, and that's what got this Dominion uh, software issue to the forefront. And that's why I think we're where we are now with someone like Sidney Powell on the case. If Sidney Powell's on your ass, you got a problem. It's time to find your passports, get the hell out of Dodge. It's time to run. She's not someone to be taken lightly. Ask Michael Flynn. That guy was as good as in prison. I mean, he was he was never going to be hireable again. He was toast. And she made it go away. She did the right thing. That guy was railroaded. He was an absolute sacrificial lamb on behalf of the TDS crowd and trying to get Donald Trump. And she made it go away. That's not easy to do, considering who she's up against. So Keep an eye on Sydney Powell. I will as well. But it's someone you need to see. If she does an interview, go watch it. She's got one from Maria Bartiromo yesterday. I suggest you watch it. I paraphrased it for you. It's it's really good. Now, uh, this weekend's MAGA, Million MAGA March. I talked about it Saturday. was very excited about it. was impressed with the crowds. They maintained a peaceful environment as predicted, as we talked about. No surprise there. No property damage. God forbid, people were singing the national anthem. Horrifying, right? Then the sun went down. And if you're willing to go on YouTube and do a few searches and keep it together because it's upsetting, you're not going to see this stuff. Remember, they've been covering for Antifa, for Black Bloc, for BLM uh, for years now, all of which are terrorist organizations. I'm going to say it here definitively, and I'll say it again. BLM is a terrorist organization. They threaten people, they, they make threats, they commit violence, and make demands like any other terrorist organization does. Their entire existence now is to get their way by means of violence and the threat of violence. They wrote Joe Biden a letter after this election restating their demands, essentially telling Joe Biden they won the election for him, and because of what we did, here are our demands. Go to their website. They're Marxists. These are people that are absolutely, they justify violence. They talk about it as it is a, um, a means to a, justif- a justified means to an end, worse than Malcolm X ever did. And they are a part of every one of these 
air quotes again, counter protests that go on when peaceful people show up with their American flags, American flags and dare to say they, they support President Trump. So you'll see multiple video clips. There were hundreds of instances of violence, women um, being escorted away by parents crying as these um, pieces of trash walked along, harassed them, threw bottles of unknown fluid at them. They're, they're known, BLM, Antifa, Black Bloc, they love to fill water bottles up with urine and throw them at people. You've got individuals being punched from behind, knocked out. You have incendiary explosive devices being thrown at open-air restaurants. People are just trying to eat. That's a terrorist act. Those are explosives. So we're not going to pretend that these are somehow community movements or you know equal rights activist groups. They're not. These are terrorist organizations. And the media is afraid to say it because of cancel culture. Most of our government's afraid to say it because of cancel culture. I'm not, and I won't be. And you shouldn't be either because they are what they are. And what they did to innocent people who were exercising their First Amendment right of free speech, their right to gather and to demonstrate in our nation's capital, the decision by these organizations to continue to do this, this is nothing new. Antifa, Black Bloc, Black Lives Matter, the organization, not the hashtag. I'm not against people saying it. I'm talking about the group with the website, trash, enemies of what this country stands for, and they need to be defeated. And certainly, if Joe Biden maintains and is inaugurated, well, then it is an absolute vacation for groups like this. They will not call them out by name. You know why? Because it's like their own SS, their own wing of enforcement. They love it. They want you afraid. They want us afraid to organize and, and demonstrate who we are in public because that way we can't get our message out. Silencing us is precisely their goal. And it's, you know, this is not anything, it's not going to have the impact of big tech censorship or what's coming now, hate crime or hate speech, hate speech legislation. That's coming. We'll talk a little about that. These, these incidents where people are getting punched and attacked are horrifying. They're not, they're, that's just one small piece of the puzzle, but they are absolutely 100% fine with it and know that. So yeah, that went down. You had stabbing, tasing, punching, the press is around, not reporting it, not showing it. You even had some who had the nerve to say that the right wing organized it. You had Proud Boys there fighting these guys, and I've never seen an instance where they've started it. And of course, uh, for the record, not a white supremacist group. They're male chauvinists. They're, they're basically their thing is like they like a more traditional Western male and female role. Um, they have a number of minorities, uh, a number of gay members, and a lot of them are veterans, and they're big fans of Trump, and they're big fans of the country. And they do like to fight Antifa and Black Bloc, and it's not good when it goes down. It's never good for either side or for anyone around when it happens. But, of course, anytime they're around, they might be 0.1% of the crowd, but it's going to be the Proud Boys that gets reported. That's the way it goes every time. And, of course, that's what they tried. But they went so far with the violence this time in D.C. that it, it, it it's pretty much not being reported at all because it's really hard to find anything demonstrating that anyone on the right initiated this other than showing up, right? I mean, I guess it is our fault. How dare we take American flags and go organize and assemble as a group, right? How dare we? How racist is that? See, that's the narrative, that we deserve it because we dare to fly the flag in public and we dare to question an election. Even though these scumbags four years ago told us it was hacked by Russia and you could find clip after clip, soundbite after soundbite online all over the internet 
of leftists from Nancy Pelosi all the way down saying that he was, Trump, was an illegitimate president. And Biden even said it as recent as a year ago. No proof. Collusion was completely burned down by Mueller in his investigation, but they still stick with it. And they can because they have press pathetic organizations like CNN out there to prop it up, to just kind of re, you know, re-say it and never question it. I mean, Obama just did an interview on 60 Minutes that was preschool level. I mean, for such a smart guy who frankly says um and uh, and, uh a lot off teleprompter, I'm shocked no one's ever given him a tough interview because it's Candyland every time he goes in front of a camera and it's embarrassing. And he had another one with 60 Minutes where essentially the toughest question was, how do you feel or what's it like to be interviewed by someone who loves you so much? That's literally the theme every time that guy sits in front of a camera. He's worshipped, but they call us cultists. I mean, are you kidding me? We'll question our guy. We don't love everything Trump does. But yet the other side, who blatantly bows down to people like Fauci when he says, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, chew with your mask on, don't touch your spouse, breathe at a diagonal angle, whatever the guy says tomorrow is going to be absolutely accepted by them. And he'll be wrong again. He's been wrong every time, but they worship it. They'll follow it to the letter, but yet we're cultists. They did the same with Obama. But he's out there, never questioned, never condemning anything. He loves it too. He's from Chicago. He wants to beat you into submission. He doesn't want you showing up with the American flag and supporting Trump because you're deplorable, just like his good old friend Hillary said. So let's not forget that, and let's not expect any accountability. There'll be arrests. People were arrested. And I've heard great things about the D.C. police uh, on Saturday. I heard people calling into radio shows saying they were there, and the police did a great job. So good for them. It's just difficult with the numbers. When these people show up, they show up big, they wear masks, and they're weaponized. You got a woman, and there was a big outrage. She got knocked out. Pretty fantastic when you see the whole clip because she pulled a knife on people. And someone took a, a motorcycle helmet to her head because she was waving it around, making threats. That's what happens. The problem is if you're there, you put yourself in a position, um, if you're on either side, to get hurt, and some people did. But... It's one thing to show up for a fight. Don't complain about getting hurt. It's another thing to go eat out at a restaurant and you're attacked in this country because someone disagrees with you. And this is happening whether it's physically or online or at your place of work. You, If you disagree with them, at a minimum, you deserve to be silenced. But most of them think you should be hurt. Being silenced isn't enough. Whether it's physically hurt, whether it's have your career hurt, whether it's to be embarrassed, it's not enough to just make you quiet. They want you to be punished. It's why they're making lists. It's why they're looking for people that are on the record supporting Trump politically and in government. And these psycho communists like AOC literally want that documented. They want lists of people. And I mean, what I, th- I think if they could get away with it, if they thought they could get away with it, I mean, hell, it looks like they cheated using a software system on the election. So let's not put this past them. I think they're looking for Nuremberg-style hearings and trials to put people up there and shame them, if not prosecute them, for supporting Donald Trump. I mean, I'm not putting anything past them if Biden and the Biden crime family pulls off this steal. Because, and God forbid, we don't win the Senate. We've got 50 seats and those two up for grabs in Georgia. If they pull that off, anything's possible. Anything's possible. I mean, they were willing to cheat the most watched election in world history. Everybody was watching this. They've got the nerve. They've got the balls to try that. They'll try anything. Um, some fun things <laughs> to finish with, too. You've got Biden being pressed 
to first day, day one, to sign an executive order. So it's it's bad enough we're dealing with these moronic, low-rent college grads in, on the left who uh, have no marketable skills, have barely landed in suburbia, and are out there to tell you you're racist, to tell you're a bigot. Their condescension is their favorite weapon. And they, of course, these Karens, right, with their live, laugh, love, and their hashtag blessed, these are now, because they're out of college, and apparently their sororities aren't, um, aren't active enough and they can't participate and feel good about themselves doing that, they're out there now as activists, right? These are now, um, even the men, right? They're feminists. They're out there for justice. And so their vote is one of justice, and they're out there on social media. Anyway, they can tell you what you need to think because they're much smarter than we are, right? I mean, they got a degree, and you know they're starting a family, and they're just super woke. And woke is the ultimate excuse to say anything stupid. If you can define yourself as woke, and you could you can cloak in the woke, then what you say doesn't matter. Stupidity is accepted, and you're not to be questioned if you're woke because anyone questioning you is racist. Well, these people now want to multiply, right? They want to be like gremlins with water. And so why, rather than dialing back these useless college degrees and really investing in the trades, which people are sincerely trying to do, good people like Mike Rowe, helping Americans, men and women, get real uh, discernible, uh, skilled jobs that ensure that they have value and that they're needed and have a solid paycheck and salary and benefits for the rest of their lives, the American dream. Now, rather than invest in that, Joe Biden's going to sign an executive order essentially giving everybody with college debt a $50,000 credit. This is Chuck Schumer's big push for him. Now, I don't know where that money's going to come from because we know there's no such thing as free. So this $50,000 check going to your neighbor who couldn't mow his lawn to save his life couldn't change his oil to save his life, but has a piece of paper on his wall from, you know, dumbass state saying that he's really good at communications or God knows what, he's going to get a $50,000 check towards the debt he racked up towards that useless degree while you're working your tail off. Maybe you've got a degree. I've got one. I've got a couple, but I certainly didn't sit back and ask somebody else to pay for it. That's the nerve of these people, and that's their soft socialism that these suburbanites are pushing because they know in the end they want to get a handout themselves for the government. It's not about their their goodwill or their their um, commitment to justice or how wonderfully not racist they are and how they you know they got to prove that because they've they've decided to you know to own the guilt so bad that they've got to every day let us know how much better they are than we are. No, no, they're getting something. And this is what they want, these kinds of things. They want debt to magically go away, $50,000. So you've got friends that have busted their hump to be electricians, to be welders, to be construction workers, to actually train on something, train at something we need, Americans need, the world needs. And they, I'm certain, unless they went in the, through the military route, which again is paying for it. It's not like you just show up, they train, you get to go home. They earned it. Everyone else pays for this training. Not, in, not just financially, but in blood, sweat, and tears, in apprenticeships, in time, in terrible hours, in working for a, not a lot of money when you're breaking yourself into these industries. Now you're there, you're busting your hump, and your neighbor, who probably drives a Subaru, is going to get a $50,000 free bonus from Joe Biden because why? Well, I'll tell you why. They're better than you. And they believe that, they know it, and they're, they're going to hide it less and less if they do at all. 
and you won't be able to question them because you can't question them at all. Remember, they're woke. So what they say is absolutely accepted. It's part of the agenda, and this is their reward for continuing to be condescending leftist liberals. They get their debt uh, forgiven with one stroke of the pen. No congressional action, no budget oversight, just $50,000 times God knows how many millions of these people that are out there who should be paying off the debt, their poor decision. I mean, if they can't pay it off, they clearly made a poor decision because they're not getting the jobs that they planned on getting for wasting four or probably five years. I mean, how many of them actually graduated in four? So they're out there now. They're getting their hand out. And Joe Biden is absolutely going to give it to them. So for those of you uh, in the trades, uh, starting a career or owning your own business because of your investment in your trade career, think about that. Think about Joe Biden, the working man, Mr. Scranton, Pennsylvania. His first act is going to be to stroke a check for all of those effete leftist condescending liberals who couldn't work a day in your shoes. They're getting a $50,000 check from Grandpa Joe, not because he wants to give it to him. He has no idea what's going on. He's going to be guided around by the hand for about a year until he finally goes into what's going to be established as a nursing home within the White House and sweet Kamala takes over. And that'll be something we talk about because that'll be horrifying. But um, yep, that's happening. First week, $50,000 for all the people that wasted their money and their time on a useless four-year degree and expecting a handout because, you know, they're woke and and that's going to be the end of it. So sorry to finish on a negative there, but um, watch for that. It's out there. You can research it and um, I'll be back tomorrow again. Um, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate the support. We've got uh, a number of people subscribing already. We're already up on Apple. We're now available on Spotify, of course, Podbean and I believe Google Google Podcasts as well. I'm going to verify that today. So thank you very much. If you have anything you want to contribute, the email is EIP. NET1776 at gmail.com. Again, this is Behind Enemy Lines, your host, Arthur. You guys have a great day. Thank you.